0: Welcome to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf brought to you thanks to the folks at Seed Golf Balls. So check them out at www.seedgolf.com and try them out, whether that's a trial pack or the Seed 2 Pro Tour, which I play myself. Whilst you're here, and if you like this episode or have listened to other episodes, please leave a review where you can. If you want to learn more, listen back to other episodes, or indeed become part of the Paddy Talks community, head over to www.paddygoff.com and join the timesheet over there for random giveaways and competitions. When I mean random, I do mean random, but when that email arrives between blue moons, it could be worth opening. Now, let's get to why you're really here this week's episode. Dawn, this week's episode, I'm speaking with Aiden Power, founder of of Power Through Golf, which is an electronic scoring and pace of play management app piece of software for both us golfers and the golf clubs we play golf in. It's like a double-edged sword. But first, as Gibb Burns would have said, "Wrote it there, Colette." I mean, listen, we talking about practice. George Riley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Where's George Riley? What do you think of that? Donald Donovan is the left He
1: Welcome to the show. On this week's episode is Aiden Power. Who is Aiden Power? He's all around powerthroughgolf.com. Aiden, what's the crack, man?
2: Hey, fatty hair Thanks for having me on.
1: No bother at all. Um, I think I should advertise this podcast as like a, a cork podcast these days. You the want to cork people I've had on?
2: Yeah, you've had a good good few cork lads come through the ranks.
1: I know I'd be like the the podcast version of the of the echo, would I?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, a better version <laughs> <laughs> but come here to me as you said every time i talk to cork people i revert to the accent i used to have when i was in cork it so i i clocked it when i was talking to peter and also to mike i just started saying mm-hmm. come here to me i don't know where but uh, well, come here to so me anyway. <laughs> uh before we get into power through golf aiden power uh who are you
2: well so uh, i graduated from BIS uh, in college last year um, I'm from Blackrock in Cork member of Mahan Golf Club literally just down the road from where I live um, and came up with the idea for paratroop Golf while I was in my final year of college um, and then applied for the Ignite program in UCC and that's just kind of taken me to where I am today just a brief synopsis I suppose of who I am and, and how I've gotten to to bring paratroop Golf to where it is today
1: now, there's a bit more to it than that. So, like, BIS is Business Information Systems, if memory serves me right. Uh, it is. And then the Ignite is not just, it's not like a master's. The Ignite is run, because uh, I got a job through them at one stage, with Enterprise Ireland. Would that be right?
2: Yeah, so they're kind of affiliated with the local enterprise office, and I think Enterprise Ireland have, have some, some association with them uh, and, and fund them in some way. Uh, but yeah they're not a ma- it's not a master's program you know a lot of people when when I tell them i'm just after finishing college and and after starting the Unite program and have a business idea they think it's like a project but it's yeah. completely separate to college you know it's really a twelve month incubation program to get your to get post grads from you know early stage business ideas to an actual scalable business with international uh, potential for growth.
1: This is something that a lot of people don't know is available. You know, which is uh, approaching local enterprise office for for just information. For like, I have a business idea. Like, what can I do, or what resources are there? And this is where you have like local enterprise grants and stuff. So, before we actually get into what part of your golf is, how you had the idea for this concept, this business idea. So, what did you do with that? Who did you bring it to, or how did you get onto the ignite program?
2: Okay, so literally just like the day before my final year project, uh, like the, the deadline for coming up with an idea for it, I had just didn't have an idea. Um, so I just sat down the night before I was due and, and just tried to come up with, with something. And I knew that because I was going to be spending so much time in it, I was like, okay, I might as well do something. In, in, in an area of you know something that I'm passionate about or something that I enjoy. So the two main sports that I play are basketball and golf. And I just sat down and, and went through the two of those and fairly quickly came up with the idea for, for the kind of pace of play, tracking and, and the electronic scoring for golf. Uh, told Daniel Halsey about it, who's invested in the company now. And Daniel recommended that I go to Ignite. And I also told my FYP mentor, the time uh, David Salmon about it and Dave recommended Ignite as well. So I just thought it was kind of a no-brainer to go to them because I've always wanted to start my own business and you know I, I came up with a good idea and you know I'd obviously learned a lot in college but starting a business is a is a different kettle of fish then. So went to Ignite, met with the program director Eamon Curtin and Eamon just kind of gave me a run through the program and what's involved and you have to do kind of like a Dragon's Den style pitch then. Did that and got offered a place on it and then started it in October of last year.
1: Oh very good. So we've mentioned it a couple of times now, which is Power Through Golf. But yeah. what is it? You mentioned there's something on pace of play. So tell me what it is.
2: Okay, so Power Through Golf is a software company and currently we are building a mobile application and have uh, that involves electronic scoring and pace to play management. There are just two features, uh, there's a lot of other features coming down the line that we're testing at the moment and getting ready for we don't have an official launch date because we just there's so many features um that can be built with it uh that there's it's almost like we've launched it every month because there's just so many features um that we've coming along but it's basically at the moment it's a digital scoring application that golfers can use to put in scores when they're playing in competitions and then we've integrated with some leading administration software providers such as Handicap Master and the scores from our system, from our application, are then fed directly into those systems such as Handicap Master. And it's basically just like removing the step of golfers having to to write down their scores and type them into the computer in the clubhouse after. It just sends the scores directly from the golfer's phone into the computer and then it also tracks the golfer while they're... Uh, while they're on the course and shows golf course staff where everyone is at all times. So I suppose, you know, the main benefits of the scoring the main benefits of scoring is that like golfers A don't uh you know don't have to be taking a scorecard out with them every time they go out and mainly it reduces a huge amount of administration for for golf clubs, you know. Um the competition secretary in the club doesn't have to check cards, uh, physical cards after every single round, um, and the scores are calculated, you know, within an hour. You know, you can have the competition results posted within an hour of the last group uh, signing and submitting their cards. So, yeah, that's kind of the main benefits of the scoring. And also, you know, when you think about the the amount of cards that golf clubs... um, You know, produce every year. I mean, you've got about 500 clubs in Ireland. Every club is producing thousands of cards every year. I mean, that's millions of cards. So the costs alone on that, and the environmental impact of that, can be completely taken away through through digital scoring. Um, And the pace of play element is just about you know helping clubs optimize their business models by just essentially reducing the average pace of play time in their clubs. So. That is two positive effects. Number one, it enhances the golfer's experience. You know, as they can have a seamless game of golf without any waiting. And number two, the club can get more groups on the course every day, which obviously results in increased revenue. Um, like, you know yourself, Paddy, like, I mean, I don't mind going out uh, in a round and uh, taking over four hours to play, but it's kind of the waiting on tee boxes that gets me. Uh, like, you know, when I came up with the idea for this, it was just... Every course I was playing and you'd go out and you'd almost always be waiting. There, there, you know, there's bottlenecks on every course. And you know, I thought there has to be a way of tracking this and there has to be a way of... of You're never going to completely get rid of, of slow play because you know, it's obviously some people are going to play faster than others and that's just the way it is. But in managing the pace of play and knowing where the bottlenecks occur and being able to being able to have live actionable data you know that the club can can analyze and work on and use to just optimize kind of the the flow of the pace of play it results in less people waiting on tee boxes and people getting around some quicker which is obviously beneficial for both the golfer and the golf club so that's kind of an overview of the scoring and the pace of play and um yeah there's a number, a number of other features that were we're developing at the moment, and we can get into that.
1: What I'd like to dig into is that I've looked through the small bit, and I've kind of I'd say where compared to apps that maybe I've been advised to use. Given we're like with COVID nineteen here, you know, like it's advised yeah. not not to have a scorecard. So the first thing I'm delighted to hear is that it's not a this isn't a COVID nineteen enterprise software trying to do a quick fix for something, you know, just because everything has to be contactless now uh for the no the no i
2: mean like that's obviously a, a big benefit like you know but i mean you know i spent the first four or five months of the ignite program like when i started a program i was you know i'd already been working on i built a prototype obviously for my final year product or, or final year project and you know in starting the ignite program i was just very keen to get you know a full application built and just get it out there as quickly as possible but i suppose the main thing they teach you at the start is like You know, startups, 90% of startups fail and the majority of those fail because they just don't take the time at the early stages of the business, in the early stages of the business to really validate the problem that they're trying to solve. So like, you know, so many businesses build really good solutions, but they don't solve, you know, they might solve a problem that some people have, but it's, it needs to be a problem that enough people have, you know, in certain markets like Ireland, UK, the us for it to be a scalable business so i spent literally the first four or five months meeting with golf clubs all over ireland carrying out you know extensive market research and uh validating the problem um and yeah basically it came back you know that what i was proposing to build was a big enough issue but in doing that as well i found a lot of other things that i wouldn't have found out if i hadn't spent those four or five months um, you know, talking to the clubs, like analyzed all the current systems, found kind of did a SWOT analysis and all the current systems out there, and you know that was really valuable and gave me the confidence going forward that when I started building the solution uh, and started using the funding to you know to, to get help to build the solution, that it was in fact going to be there was enough clubs that wanted to, to buy it, which is obviously the most important part of starting a business. You need customers.
1: Absolutely is, is the monetization of same, you know. Um and what's interesting for me is that your proposed application, which is I suppose in beta at the moment, um yeah. approaching GA or general availability, as we say, in the biz, um mm-hmm. is that it's like a double edged sword for clubs in that it's not like I use, for example, a popular app for tracking my scores, which yeah. um rhymes with a whole eighteen, just one more and um (laughs) (laughs) but like and it's good for me so like i i can i can track like what scores and blah 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 right but a but a a club or a course can't use that to track you know what you're saying in terms of like the real data in terms of where are groups and where are their five groups on two holes where do i send the ranger today so for example exactly a a, a lot of clubs would have Society days and are you know multiple society days a week where there might be three and up to five societies on it. Back in the good old days, it might be two to three now with social distancing and stuff. But like that, you're like, especially with social distancing, you need to know where the groups are. So like, well, you
2: do, and, and and there are you know there are other solutions on the market today. Uh, you know, some of them are actual. They give out physical tags. But I mean, obviously with coronavirus, passing tags around isn't isn't exactly something the clubs want to be doing. And you know, at this, when I when I came up with the idea, I thought of okay, would it be better to give tags, or would it be better to do it through the phone? And I just came to the conclusion, you know, from talking to all the clubs that the phone is is the best way to do it because it's you know it, the the golfer already has it. The club doesn't have to buy you know spend a, you know a large sum upfront for tags, and then have to continuously buy new ones when when people go home with them or when people lose them or when they break um and yeah as you said like the the scoring as well like it really surprised me when i when i came up with the idea that no clubs in ireland or the uk at the time were using any scoring apps for players inputting scores you know like there are obviously benefits for an individual golfer putting in scores through a you know, their own personal scoring application, but the real benefits are in, you know, come true when the entire club is using it and it just makes administration so much easier because there's no more There's there's a flow of
1: data, there's a flow of data, you know. Exactly. And there's no waiting around, there's no, like, everybody who checks in, well, there you go, there's your score, you know. Well, that's the thing. It's very easy to pick-out who doesn't return a score, you know. Um, for for handicap requirements you know so it's much more artist friendly isn't
2: it it is like yeah that's the thing and i mean it's important as well that you know you build it as a two-way system so like you can build an app that, that benefits golfers or you can build an app that benefits golf clubs but if you're building one that benefits the golf club it has to benefit the golfer too because obviously you know, no matter how good or beneficial it is for the golf club, the golfer isn't going to use it unless they actually see a benefit in themselves for using it. So that's why we're we're going to be building out like more features for the golfer so that they can track their statistics and you know provide analytics on their scoring and their handicap history, all their scorecard history and that sort of stuff.
1: Now that's really cool. And I don't know if you've read it or listened to it, but I literally finished it but well, by the time I get my act together and get this podcast out, I would have finished it a couple of weeks ago with <laughs> um, BJ Fogg's um, Tiny Habits. I listened I listen to the audio book, right? And yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you should, or maybe you have, have you? Have you, have you read or I, listened to that book?
2: No, no, I haven't.
1: So a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and tech startups actually did his course, like starting Tiny Habits from a commercial sense. So, like people yeah. who, the people who uh, developed Instagram. Did his course? Uh, the people who developed Candy Crush did his course. And the, the the point I'm getting to is, it's all around making it easy to use. So the reason Instagram was just a massive, massive um, success straight away was because it took three clicks to for a photo, compared with other apps at the time it took a, a lot of time. So maybe yeah. you, if you if you can, can you maybe explain your the point of differentiation? It's a tough word for me. For power through a golf, just in terms of like ease of use both for the golfer and bear in mind you know from a 16 year old to a 96 year old uh in terms of easy ease of use and also on the that's the front end then on the back end for the club to the back end ease of, use, ease of use on both sides could you give us an overview of what people can expect
2: yeah so that's something we put a huge emphasis and huge emphasis on when building both the front end and back end you know like there are a lot of apps out there that you know let's say a digital scoring app where as you said it's it's about minimizing the amount of clicks that you go through and just making it as easy and simple as possible for the user so like when building it we just made sure that like it was just a simple login golfer can select the competition they're playing in they can select who they're playing with start essentially start a, a competition round and then you know one player can enter all scores for uh, all players in the group, or you know we you can all everyone can do each other's scores or whatever, but it's literally you know simple login, select a competition, select who you're playing with, put in the scores and sign the card and submit it and the 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 player interface is you know very simple um we made sure to keep it simple, especially at the start because like you know you're gonna have so many people you know, people who could be playing golf for the last 30 years and they've been doing it the same way for 30 years. And it's those, you have to design it with those people in mind, you know. Um, So we actually soft launched a digital scoring in Druid's Glen and Druid's Heat golf clubs uh, about three weeks ago. And like the, the feedback's been phenomenally, you know, positive in the sense that like we had, you know, a lot of older men and women coming up to us and saying like, you know, this is really easy to use. We were very surprised at how easy to use it is. Um, so we were delighted with that because we put so much work into making sure that that it was. And and we actually went up. A couple of us went up on the day, and you know, we we got feedback from the users while they were using it on the course. And and that's another critical part of you know building an app that's that's going to to be successful. Like you have to interact with your customer and your end user. Um, and we got a lot of good feedback made, you know, there was, it, it worked very well. There was a few minor issues as you would expect with a, you know, with the first time it was being used by, I mean, we, had, I think we'd like three, three, 400 people use it over two days. Um, but yeah, we, we, we got feedback and we kind of ironed out any small things and and took everyone's uh, feedback on board and made the changes that we, we, we thought were necessary and that people recommended we make um and then the back end as well is very simple to use like Marcus Doyle is the manager in Drew's Glen and he's given us a great testimonial testimonial and has you know really praised the the back end and he said it works you know his his direct feedback was it works because it's just so simple to use. And you know, I think there's a lot of systems out there today that just try to do too many things. You know, as I said, you know, when when I started this, I want to solve problems that people that need solving. You know, a lot of people when they're building these kind of apps end up trying to just they end up building things that don't need to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, solve everything all at once or they end up adding on ancillary features that just don't need to be there because they think oh, if it's just this, then people won't like it. But if, if the app does what it's meant to do, then, then just keep it simple with that, you know?
1: No, no, absolutely. And I suppose something I took for granted up to now was the number of systems that club use even to manage week-to-week competitions. So maybe if I go back to when you did, like, your market research for the first four or five months, could you give us any idea as, like, the number of systems, like, a gov club would use that this might offer? Yeah,
2: Yeah, so, like, I mean, the electronic scoring, you know, integrates with, say, the handicap system that clubs are using. And when I did all that market research, like, I found that clubs are using about five or six different systems for for different things. So, you know, you have one system for online bookings, one for handicaps and competitions, another one for uh, EPOS, another one for member... of administration management so like we we like in doing that you know we didn't want to try and do all that at once in the very beginning because people have tried that before and it just hasn't worked so what we thought we'd do is solve you know a problem worth solving in the digital scoring in the pace of play and then you know we're we're testing other features as well to try and build or to build an all-in-one system that caters for all the club's needs like so in that sense, we see Paratrogolf Golf as a disruptor in the market because we'll be bringing modern cloud-based technology to clubs. And like a lot of these clubs are, not only are they using multiple systems, but they're using multiple archaic systems that don't talk to each other. And like these systems came onto the market 20 years ago, and the game of golf has changed a lot since then. You know, if you were using clubs from 20 years ago, you know. I don't think you'd be hitting the ball as far as people today Exactly, um, right, yeah. and it's the same thing with the software. You know, you have to run your club like a business and the, the like 20 years ago when all these vendors came on the market, clubs are still using them because it is difficult to change. You know, like if you change one thing in one system or if you bring in a new system, you don't know what impact that's going to have on all the other ones because they don't talk to each other. So that's why we're looking at, at building an all in one system that, you know, does everything you know that filters down through to everything else, so that the player literally has one profile, uh, and that the staff, you uh, the staff member has one profile, and it's just clean, crisp, and and seamless, really to to use. Like
1: so, there's there's two features I'm going to ask dig into that because they, for me, compared to other apps or other things I've seen, are big differentiators for what you're bringing to the market, both for the club and also for the golfer. So the first one is geofencing now you're not going to do a trump and build a big wall what's (laughs) geofencing
2: okay so geofencing is literally if you imagine google maps and let's say you you know geofencing is putting like if you want to put a kind of circular radius around the say the first tee box you can put that there and then when the player walks out of that circular radius you can start timing their round and tracking their location and you can kind of plot different geofences around the course so that you can basically you can be tracking their location all the time and displaying their location all the time Uh, now you wouldn't be updating it every like five seconds because that's going to drain battery and obviously you want the player's phone to to you know remain charged for the duration of the round but uh, yeah, you can use geofencing to basically just start a timer when they begin a timer when the when the player walks off the first tee, and then you know if you want to track time, time the player for every three holes or six holes or whatever. Usually, most clubs just want full eighteen hole full round time. So you just put a geofence on the first tee box and a geofence on the 18th green, and that tracks the player's round time for the for the full 18 holes and then you can obviously see the staff can see their location as well displayed on kind of like just a map of the course uh so if you know if somebody's on the six tee box and, and it's taking too long you can send a ranger out um to just you know kind of politely nudge them to speed up their pace of play because obviously everyone's out there to enjoy themselves and you don't want to be creating an atmosphere where people feel like they're being watched the whole time it's not about that it's literally just about if you know where everyone is on the course you can you can manage your throughput and um, essentially just reduce the average round time in doing that
1: no no that's brilliant now and the second feature uh, I thought from a golfer's point of view but also since you said there uh, you might send the ranger out it'll apply for maybe courses who don't have a ranger uh, which is the the communication feature which uh, would allow people from the staff or the community to communicate members and visitors. Is that right? Or, or is there more to it than
2: that? Yeah, well, so, like, I mean, that's the thing that I was talking about earlier, that, you know, the reason that I decided that an application through the mobile phone would be the way we track players is because, like, if you give a player, like, a physical tag, you know, you can't communicate with them through that, unless you're going to give them a phone, in which case... Or, or some sort of you know uh device but that's going to cost a lot of money uh so you know why not just use the players phone because it's there for free for the for the club essentially uh so there's just so many different things you can do with that like you can you know you can notify players of whether they're on time ahead of time behind time if they're taking too long you know you can send them a warning uh and when the player goes home then as well like you've got a point of communication with the player so you know, you can if you've got visitors coming in and they're downloading the app, you can notify them of you know deals um, uh, and offers that the club might might have coming up, uh, like you know green fee rates and stuff like that. And then for members, you can just communicate them with and and give them club news and weather updates and all that sort of stuff through the application.
1: And well, that's massive. Like I can already, like I'm literally on my phone now, and I'm in my my golf group where all my golfing apps are, and I'm counting out three anyway that could be replaced for me it's so like after around the golf or maybe during around the golf i use up to i definitely use one during Um i use one beforehand to either book it or whatever and i definitely use one afterwards to like pop in the scores and see my averages and stuff so like it's three down to one for me but let's look forward yeah. now and let's, let's look at i suppose the vision for power through obviously going um to availability is a goal um but what would where do you want to be, I suppose, this time next year? You know, what's the roadmap for you and for power 2 Golf?
2: So the roadmap is in 12 months' time to ideally have you know an all-in-one encompassing system that that caters for all of a golf club's needs, all of a golf resort's needs, and that just does it in a simple, effective way. You know, We want to just digitalize a, a golf club's entire administration process and and make it as seamless and and simple as possible so you know we want to have the electronic scoring we want to have the the pace of play management because those are you know disruptors in the market they're not really they haven't really been developed too much yet at this stage but also you know we want to have all the other features in there too that so that we can offer a club you know one system that once they make the change it's easy to to integrate uh, all their old data into the new system, and that once they make that change, there's you know they never have to, to update or change to a new system again, and it'll just cater for all for all their needs. And it you know most importantly, it will be a cloud-based, um, modern, sleek system that isn't running on old software. You know that doesn't need to be downloaded. You don't need to. To, to, to get a disk or you don't you know because some systems actually still require you to do that or you don't need to be downloading software updates just that runs in the cloud we do all the updates for you uh, and it's literally just bringing 21st century technology to to golf clubs
1: i absolutely love that concept i love the the concept and vision of, of what you're trying to do but the real reason you came on the pod is to get to the quickfire q a so are you ready for this i'm ready still, what would your walk-on song be, or what would the Power True Golf walk-on song be?
2: Power True Golf walk-on song would have to be easy. No more questions. Excellent,
0: excellent. I think, yeah. I
2: think, I, I think you'll be allowed to play that. I don't, I, I, uh, I, think I can play, whatever, play, whatever, play I it's
1: it's whatever I want. My podcast
2: is whatever I want. Okay, okay. Jim <laughs> uh, <gym> or
1: pizza? Jim. <laughs> Hat, visor, or bucket
2: hat? Hat, definitely hat.
1: Happy Gilmore or Cup? Happy Gilmore. All day, Happy Gilmore. Cup well, could use your app on that 18th hole. Uh, Guinness or <laughs> Heineken?
2: <laughs> Guinness.
1: Le Hinge or Port Marnock?
2: Port Marnock. I, I mean Le Hinge. Have, I, I
1: thought you'd have said Mahim
2: Galko, the best course in Ireland. Um, walk well, cart-
1: I've actually never played man, so um, well, i going we'll off we'll, when I've we'll, heard we'll, other well, people well we'll get you started on both hopefully um, and when you're playing <laughs> those when you're playing those and when you're using your app will you be walking or karting walking We prefer walking and would you rather win the Masters or win the Open
2: <laughs> ooh Uh it has to be open.
1: Would you rather drive at 300 yards every time or never miss a 10-foot putt?
2: Uh, judging on my potting recently, I would say never miss a 10-foot putt.
1: <laughs> Good man. Instagram or Twitter?
2: <laughs> Instagram.
1: Play or practice? Play. Thank you very much for your time, Aiden. I will definitely be tracking your and Power Through Golf's progress. And hopefully the listeners of this little podcast my mine will be too. I can't wish you any more than the best going forward. Keep it real.
2: Thanks a million, buddy. Appreciate it.
0: That was Aiden Power of Power Through Golf. I hope you really enjoyed that one. I really did enjoy the chat, to be honest. Went off on loads of tangents, which I am prone to do so. So if you reach this far, thank you very much. Uh, please do leave a review because you're hardcore and you deserve another episode which i will have coming to you next week if you want to learn more about power through golf head over to power through golf through with the u.com please do advocate for them aiden and the guys are really sound i look forward to trying out myself in the weeks ahead and track every single of my 82 plus golf shots i tend to take these days so yeah that's it for now. I look forward to bringing you next week's episode next week. See you on the social media on the ground between then. Until we teed up next time, I'm Paddy.